And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is John Mellon. He is a Christian counselor. And John, it's nice to have you with us today. Uh, Thank you, Dan. It's good to be with you. Well, John, before we open the mics today, we were talking just a little bit ahead of time. And uh, you do Christian counseling. You are a minister, an ordained minister in the OPC, that is the Orthodox Presbyterian Church. And uh, your hands are rather full. You have many responsibilities. And today we want to talk about um, this work of counseling and what is uh, the work of Christian counseling. And maybe to get us started, John, you can uh, describe it from your perspective, uh, what it is that uh, you do and um, some of the challenges. Uh, Yeah. To begin, you use the, the term Christian counseling and uh, when you do that, that means different things to different people. Uh, to some folks, if you are a Christian and you're counseling, well, then that's Christian counseling. It seems to me that uh, it ought to mean something more than that. From my point of view, uh, counseling that is Christian is to be biblical, and it ought to be Christ-centered. Now, what I mean by being biblical is not merely that you uh, use the Bible in uh, what you say to people, although certainly it's going to involve that, but rather that the Bible shapes the way that I, as a counselor, think about the whole counseling process. So the theology of the Bible is going to shape my thinking about the whole enterprise. Uh, Who is the person sitting across from me? How do I understand the story that they're telling me? How do I put that in biblical terms? And what I'm also going to want to do is understand that there's a biblical view of the world in which we live, our circumstances, the setting in which we um, end up with these problems that people bring to the counseling table. You know, that may give you some idea of what I think Christian counseling is and what the work involves at the root of it all is sin, uh, the consequences of Adam's sin and the fall. So not every problem that you experience is a consequence of your sin, but it's going to involve sin because you live in a world that's affected by sin. Mm -hmm. So I try to take that that is the consequences of the fall, seriously and recognize that that shows up in all sorts of ways. And of course, that means then that there are a lot of things that we suffer that are outside of our control. But the question becomes, then how do I respond to that faithfully? Mm. So when you begin to then try to answer that question or help people to answer that question for themselves... Uh, then you're asking the question, how does the gospel apply? What does Christ have to do with my situation and my responsibilities? How am I now going to look to him, rest in him, in the context of whatever it is that uh, I'm called to either endure or uh, something else that I'm called to actively be doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, carry out some responsibility. Um, so the gospel addresses all of that. Mm. So 
the counseling process then um, is not really so much fixing problems, which is the way many people think about counseling. You know, they they come to me and, you know, here's my problem. It's something that they don't like, you know, something unpleasant. And uh, then they are basically saying, so fix it or tell me how to fix it. <laughs> sure. And, uh, you know, often, in essence, what I'm saying to them is, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but the question is, how do you, how do you respond now to mm-hmm. this unpleasant situation, this difficulty, uh, this um, puzzle that you've got, uh, whatever it might be? And, and part, of, part of answering that question is going to be, so why do you have this puzzle? Why this mm-hmm. difficulty? Um, and why does it? Um, why is it distressing you or causing whatever reaction you've got that you find problematic? So then you're asking about um, matters of the heart, heart issues. So um, that's why I will sometimes say that uh, counseling issues are are worship issues. They're heart issues. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Well, today we're talking about uh, counseling. John Mallon is here with me, and uh, he is a minister, and his specialty is in counseling. And, uh, John, you've already kind of answered one of the questions, and that is uh, uh, describing your approach to counseling. And uh, you've mentioned that uh, it's biblical, it's Christ-centered, and it acknowledges the fact that sin is in this world. And so that's helpful. What we'll do is, um, coming up after the break, we'll talk more about counseling. I'm interested in um, someplace along the line, I heard about nothetic counseling. I'd like to know what that is, and if you are a nothetic counselor. Um, And also, what kinds of problems uh, do you see without sharing any personal information? I've got a short list of problems that repeatedly come in here. People mention prayer requests to us here at the station. And uh, they're often recurring, quite frankly. Um, And so maybe we can talk about that. Stay with us. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to A Plain Answer. When you lead me to the valley of vision, I can see you in the heights. And though my humbling We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. 
Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. So let me learn that my losses are my gain. To be broken is to heal. At the valleys where your power is revealed. Let me find your And welcome back. You're listening to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is John Mallon. And we're talking today about counseling, and in particular, coming out counseling from a Christian perspective. Uh, that is biblical, Christ-centered counseling. And John, before the break, you were describing um, some of the aspects of the counseling that you do. Uh, is there anything in particular that stands out in your mind that is very distinctive about your approach that you haven't already covered, but uh, you can also uh, summarize as well. Yeah, well, um, I think somewhat distinctive is the determined effort to think biblically about the whole process. So who we are as a man and the world in which we live, and then the application of the gospel to all areas of life, all the problems that we may bring. I think that actually is distinctive if you take all of that together. Mm. There are certainly Christians who are doing counseling who want their advice to be to at least not be in conflict with the Bible, mm-hmm. um, that would be that would be one thing. And there are certainly counselors out there who will use the Bible in their actual counseling sessions and so on. That's something else. That's I would say that's better. But seeking to have the entire enterprise governed by the Word, the Scriptures, and then to to see that. Uh, at root, all all the problems that we really have to deal with involve the heart, so that they are worship issues, and consequently, because they're worship issues, they are issues that the gospel does address. Just govern. That, that really is distinctive. That really stands out to me. I, I 
you touched upon that briefly before, tying in the aspect of worship, and I, I think you're really on to something there. I, I mentioned also that uh, sometimes we see a recurring theme in people's concerns as they contact the station. One very obvious one is, is certainly physical ailments, people struggling physically with their bodies. Another one would be unsaved spouses, um, people um, experiencing perhaps a death of a spouse and the loss and the loneliness. And another one, quite frankly, is finances that, that continually comes up, people struggling, and particularly in our economy. So those are maybe some of the top four that, that we often see um, people concerned about and struggling with. Yeah. Um, I, will see, uh, I will see some of those, but frankly, you're right. Those are, those are common. You know, everybody's, uh, everybody's wrestling with grief at uh, some point or another. Um, everybody's dealing, well, maybe not everybody, but most of us are dealing with questions of at least how do we use our resources. Our finances might not be tight, but, you know, what do we do with them? Often that becomes an issue in um, marital counseling, uh, marital relationships where the money is one of the hot-button issues. So I will see those. Generally speaking, by the time somebody gets to me, it's because somebody else hasn't had something to say to them, <laughs> if, if I can put it that way. Sure. Um, you know, uh, in other words, their pastor, their friends... Uh, perhaps a physician or uh, another counselor may have been unable to address mm. their their concerns, their needs, and they end up in in my office uh, mm-hmm. sometimes by referral, uh, usually by referral. Actually, you, someone will say, you know, why don't you talk to this guy? Yeah, I had a question too, and that is, what is this so-called nothetic counseling? I've heard of that. What what is that? Yeah, well, nuthetic counseling is really connected with uh, the name of uh, Jay Adams. Uh, back in the 70s, Jay Adams, uh, who was then connected with uh, Westminster Theological Seminary in uh, Philadelphia, he started writing about counseling matters and uh, set up the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation and he sort of coined this term, uh, nuthetic counseling, which um, is based on the transliteration of the Greek word that appears in Colossians 3, verse 16, where Paul says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish or instruct or confront, the word is uh, actually translated in a number of different ways. But that word there, um, admonish or confront or whatnot, Adams took as being key and uh, sort of the heart Mm -hmm. uh, or close to the heart of what counseling ought to be. And that has sort of become associated with then confrontation, I don't know that that's a a totally fair way of um, representing what Adams intended or those who would identify themselves as being pathetic. 
but the folks actually at the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation no longer, they no longer use that term. Okay. Um, and, and those who do continue to follow that approach that was pioneered by Jay Adams, and he himself still uh, uses the term, they're concerned to be biblical, uh, certainly in, in the counseling room, in what they're saying, I would say, to shape our thinking about, you know, what is man, and taking seriously the fact that we are sinners. So finding what it is that we need in the Bible. I don't want to try and represent the J. Adams or the Nuthetic folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not associated with them. I'm also, sure. uh, you know, I also don't want to actually try to represent folks at uh, the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation because I'm not associated with them either. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, you know, I can't speak for them. Um, uh, you know, I'm not authorized by them. Uh, I would associate myself most closely in terms of my approach with the approach of uh, the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation mm-hmm. uh, as it has um, been. Uh, I would say that they have built on the work that Adams did back in the 70s and, and uh, 80s. And that's taking seriously the effect of the fall on our condition so that the fall affects us and the world around us, even at the subatomic level. Mm-hmm. I think that can be taken more seriously and be somewhat more biblically realistic about what it is that we deal with than Neuthetic folks generally have, mm-hmm. uh, have done. So, yes. you know, I'm grateful for Jay Adams. I'm grateful for his uh, his work. Uh, I think I've you know benefited a lot from that. But sure. I also think that, you know, there's some moving on to do, mm-hmm. um, building on that. And particularly, I see that then in uh, seeing the whole of our circumstances being affected by sin, um, as well as we are. So um, so how do we deal with that? We live in this present evil age. We take that seriously. And then consequently, the gospel actually is more, more readily seen as being applicable. Um, it's easy to, this may seem striking or not to make sense, but it's actually easy to use the Bible and not point to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm concerned to not have that happen. I'm concerned to point to Christ in all that I do. Uh, his work and the ongoing work of the, of the Holy Spirit in applying the work of Christ uh, to the believer, that is relevant to everything we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and consequently is a point of hope. Um, when, uh, you know, Christ's finished work um, applies to our own sin, it applies to a remedy, if you will, of when we're sinned against, what do we do? You see, you know, um, we don't return evil for evil. Why? Well, because vengeance is mine, says the Lord, Mm -hmm. I will repay, not you. (laughs) So, you know, and, and the payment, you see, is either coming, ultimately, or it's already been carried out by and on 
Christ. Mm. See, so um, so there's the gospel, or um, the gospel applies to all of the all the stuff around you, you know, death and disease and you know the the things that we suffer. So that that grieving person, the uh, the person coming in um, concerned about their finances, and so on that you were talking about. The gospel applies to those things. Mm. So, you know, and, and part of the gospel is that what you, what you don't see yet is nevertheless already surely accomplished. Mm. Um, you know, the, the already not yet sort of uh, dynamic, um, you know, you're already saved, but we're waiting. <laughs> yes. We're waiting, you know, that already not yet. Um, Jesus has already come, but mm. we're waiting for yes. his coming. See, that's the that already not yet dynamic that the gospel necessarily includes. So you're holy, so be holy. Uh, you know, indicative, and you are holy, but then the command. So be holy. Mm. Act out what you are. Be what you are in Christ. Mm. Uh, right? That's all part of the gospel. So, uh, so that then um, applies to everything. And um, I'm concerned to see that. Well, this is very interesting. It's helpful, and I agree with it. Um, it seems that this approach just naturally flows from knowing Christ knowing the scriptures, and it gives a, a great hope uh, to the person seeking counsel um, because it's based on another person. It's based on someone we can really believe in and trust the Lord Jesus Christ who, who never lets us down. That's right. And um, it's based on, I think, also uh, seeing that then it's not up to me so much of uh, counseling involves really saying to people that it's not up to you. Ultimately, it is up to the Lord. Mm. So not only you can depend on Him, you must depend on Him. <laughs> you have no choice, you know, yeah. You, know, you can't do it. It's not, you know, if, if you're going to try and rely on yourself, you're toast. Mm. Well you know? put, yes. Yeah. I'm looking at the clock, and I see, oh, no, we're out of time already. Uh, today we're talking with John Mallon. He's a counselor, a Christian man. He's a minister in the OPC, and um, he works out of Greencastle, Pennsylvania, and south-central Pennsylvania. John, it's a real pleasure to have you on the program with us today. Maybe just a 30-seconds uh, wrap-up thought. I guess I would want your listeners to know that, indeed, there is hope whatever uh, whatever it is that they are facing uh, of whatever whatever type of problem that they see uh, there is hope it's in Christ and we see Christ in the scriptures mm. um, it's not just look up it's look to Jesus mm. excellent ending point well thank you my brother John for joining us today for 
another edition of A Plain Answer. A reminder to our listeners that this uh, broadcast is up on our website as a podcast. You can listen to it again if you'd like. Uh, We're located at RedeemerBroadcasting.org, and just look under Resources. And John, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's been my pleasure. For Redeemer Broadcasting, I'm Dan Elmendorf. Please join us again next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer. May he keep